pro-cannabis media. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. That would be me. I'm the founder of Pro Cannabis Media, and I am promoting a storytelling right now for anyone in the cannabis space who's interested in telling their own story. Because after doing this now for a few years, having this podcast, I've met some incredible people who have told me their own stories and what cannabis has played, what role cannabis has played in that story, in their lives, whether it's changed their life or influenced their life in any way. And when it comes to influence in the cannabis space, I go to two people, the ghost stoner and hazy. And I'm so happy to have them on here with me today because we go back a few years and there's some interesting tidbits that they have to share to this old white guy, because I am so painfully unhip. I need to learn more about social media, how to use Instagram. So we'll start with ghost stoner. He would be the male of the pair and good to see both of you. Thank you so much for joining us today. How you doing buddy? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. And I think at some point that your real name may slip out just because I'm I'm an old white guy. But uh, (laughs) tell us a little bit about the importance now of social media influencers, especially in the cannabis space. And I mean, you know, it's really everything a company needs for that personalized sale, for a sense, instead of throwing all these quick clips and saying why this product is beneficial for you. Uh, from somebody who probably hasn't used it. It's from somebody who people trust, who people have followed for a while, who's not going to bullshit them for the most part. And that's really what's important. Uh, So companies out there look towards people like us to find uh, honesty in a product sale, for example. So we're not going to put anything out there that people aren't really going to use. Or if we get a product that we're like, you know, this doesn't really work, we're not going to do the review for it. So uh, a lot of influencers are very beneficial in the social media space for these big companies nowadays to give that very personalized feel to a product and make people really want it because it actually does work. Right. And, and I think that's great. And um, now who decides in the, in the family unit there, who's getting the gig? Uh, uh, that's simple. It's like, we basically go off of whoever DMs us. Like we don't go out looking for business. It's kind of like a side hustle type thing to us. So if we get inquiries based off of what they're asking, we either do it together. He has his business. I have my business, but we also cross promote and share. Like if he has a post and I know it's for a company that has sent him something, I will also share it on my story and then tag the company and then put his tag in there as well. So using the benefit of social media to share each other's teamwork is dream work. It is. And Mm -hmm. not always, you know, uh, doing the same stuff because sometimes companies do ask us to do the review of the same product but really it's it it doesn't it doesn't work because we would just rather do it together so you get that one-time feel because uh it it just looks better so we haven't really done reviews of uh, the same product twice i think this only happened like once well you know and you guys are young so you probably don't have these challenges um as you get older Uh, the human body reacts differently to certain activities that used to come rather naturally to younger people. Just kind of get where I'm going with this right now. I mean, look in your spam folder and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) That being said, there are a lot of products having to do with lifestyle 
and mm-hmm. sexual relations that are out there. And I just wonder if anybody's ever asked you to try a product that might enhance that experience. Oh. Nope. <laughs> but not I wouldn't be down to like not try, <laughs> not try it, try it. Though, man. <laughs> If I find a product, I actually know a few people who are marketing products, especially for females that are postmenopausal. And I know, Hazy, you are not. Okay, so I could go down the limb here. All right. (laughs) Anyway, I didn't expect this to go this direction right away. I don't even know if I'm turning even more red than I am because I just came off the tennis court. I love it. All right, that's fine. We're, we're all friends here, which I, I think is a right. Looking to like do like what? I was thinking like THC lubes would be cool. Well, there are, and that's exactly exactly what's out there. There's all those kinds of um, products are out there and available. Okay, and I'll hey. tell you, <laughs> as someone as soon as someone who's age appropriate in the post menopausal world, oh my god, I cannot believe I just said that. That, but it's true. It's but totally it's true. true. Um, there are plenty of women out there that are using these products and are raving about a whole new sex life, which as a male, I certainly encourage. Sure. Yeah. It's All right. never too old to get down and dirty. That's what I right. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. As long as it's consensual and fun, that's what I'm all about. All right. Consensual let's go back to part. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the Instagram influencers. Okay. Amen. As I regain control of the conversation. Um, how many people follow each of you? Uh, right about now, uh, depends on the platform. I think total for me with all mine, uh, is about 102,000. And I think she's at like 35,000 with everything. Instagram okay, when, is the biggest platform. And when you say everything, we're talking Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, of course. Yes. You, yeah. you got to be with the kids on the talk. And we like, we like TikTok. It's very I got fun. like 2000 on TikTok, 26, one on Instagram, like 5,000 on Twitter. Yeah, we, we spread the love. We're a little bit everywhere and we do different content for different places. Sprinkle. Yeah. Well, that's where I was going next. I mean, one of the things that I have learned um, as we play in this social media universe now um, is to adapt the content to fit the social media platform. It makes sense, yeah, right, yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, right. Some some platforms are more political in a sense, uh, or they want to steer a conversation where others just want a pretty picture and others want you to just be silly. So you got to, you got to feel the vibe on the platform and basically go with the flow, man. Yeah. Hopefully that fits your vibe. Don't be fake. That's the one thing if we could say that anybody. Please don't be smoking mirrors. Yeah. So one thing that's most important about the industry, because one day you're going to do, you know, we do meetups, right? We, that's, we had that thing at the summit lounge where we all hung out and we got to meet, you know, our, the people that follow us on all these uh, platforms. So you want to be that person that people are watching. You don't want to put out a persona or be somebody that isn't what you're going to be. You know, when you go out to dinner with that person, is it the same as if you're smoking a joint or when you're behind the camera, that's the really most important part. When because what's going to happen when you're hanging out with us is somebody's going to put a camera on you and you're going to be smoking and it's going to be created as a vlog. And you don't want to have to, when the camera turns on, then turn into somebody totally you weren't before. Because that just automatically steers the vibe in the room. So like, who the fuck is this person all of a sudden? You know, you don't want that to ever happen. So I think it's really important to just stay true to yourself, no matter what you're doing. Just be fucking honest. That's really right. important. I- um, and Lord knows you've gotten to know me. I certainly qualify for that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why we love you so much. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And let's go back to that night at the Summit Lounge, shall we? Uh, for those of us who can actually remember. No, no. First of all, 
let's give them a plug. They're in Worcester, Massachusetts. You know, we talk about the evolution of the cannabis movement and the potential for social clubs evolving in different states. California has a few of them. Uh, and, and officially, they have a few official ones. I'm pretty sure Las Vegas might have one or two or at least extensions on their dispensaries that are there in Nevada. Um, and Colorado in does, though. What's that? I think Colorado does. Well, well, of course, Colorado. Colorado is yeah. an odd state because now they're just introducing delivery there I, was, and, and other yeah. things, too. Um, and I thought, you know, very mature market. They should have had a vibrant delivery service. Anyway, let's yeah. go back to Massachusetts, because that's where the Summit Lounge lives in Worcester, Massachusetts, which is really the center in the state. Um, and I say center geographically more than anything else. But there's a dozen dispensaries in that area. And there's one social club that's a private club and they've done a great job um opening this and running it legally now of course the pandemic wreaked havoc on everybody's business and as you can imagine in a social club uh it too has has taken a hit if you will god there's so yeah. many puns in this world um, <laughs> and we took quite a few hits that night at the summit lounge if i remember correctly oh, wait, did we? yeah we had a dab bar it was a, it was a lovely time uh, dab bar a, for the it, people free dab bar for everybody yeah that's right uh, and and actually ryan you know, even though there's a video out there that Jimmy Young loses his dabbing virginity at the uh, Freedom Rally. This was, I believe, September of 2019. The, yeah. the real truth is you were the one who uh -huh. actually shared a dab with me for the first time. I'm just Correct. saying. Yes. Yes, this was. And, and it was I think I called you by your real name, too. So I apologize. For it's that. fine. Yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, it was uh, it was that day. And it was nice. It was it was your appetizer to uh, your fame, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, th that video is buried right now on my own personal channel. But I did share it with my Emerson class one day and they got a howl out of it, as you Good. can imagine. <laughs> Good, um, but let's get back to the business at hand, which is enlightening this guy about Instagram influencers, social media influencers. Now, when I'm guessing that these companies pay you for your review of their products, although how do they know that you're going to give them a good review? Uh, past work. Uh, really, you know, we have a nice catalog of both of us. And uh, you go on either of our Instagrams, you could see uh, what we've done in the past. And uh, when they ask us, you know, we kind of say, well, what are you looking for before we kind of give them our menu of what we can offer them? Uh, so we really can't target it specifically to what their needs are at that time because every company is totally different. Yeah. And and um, who are the other active influencers in the cannabis space on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok? Man. There's so many. <laughs> well, not, well, hey, I actually know of one. Isn't there a grandma? Oh boy. Uh, there is a, there was a, da there was a dabbing granny. She kind of got canceled. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, then she came back and then so got canceled thing. again. You guys are laughing, but this actually sounds like a pretty interesting story. Okay. Cause I remember, was, you know, it was during the whole, uh, you know, not, I don't want to say PC movement, but it was, uh, you know, during the whole George Floyd thing. And uh, she just, she said the N word. Oh God! Well, good. Then she should be canceled. Okay, yeah. as far as I'm and, and look, you're not supposed to be saying, it, and she deserved what she got, but uh, not apologizing for it, and that that is what it is. Uh, so, so companies shouldn't have those people uh, representing them, obviously. And so, a lot of brands did drop her from uh, their promotions. Uh, I guess so. Good. And like, right. Uh, and, and they picked up, you know, people like Silence Tippy has always been a big one in the game. Uh, Wall Pops cool, is huge. Uh, uh, Custom Grow 420 is one of the biggest. Now. 
Matias, uh, seven ten. Southern so, Dabber. So, it, it, <laughs> Jackie, I, feel, of course. I really <laughs> look. I I embrace the fact that I'm old and I'm on hip. I get it. Okay, but I I'm amazed that you know you rattle off these names and it's totally foreign to me and i don't want people to think i was late to the game for the advocacy movement because i was late to the game for the advocacy movement i definitely was a uh, what would they call it a bandwagon jumper but i got my medical card i jumped on the internet i started learning about the product more than ever i thought i knew um i i'll give max simon and greenflower a plug because that's my that was my go to place until youtube pulled the plug on them which was a horrific thing, yeah. Yeah. right? Now, let, let's talk about YouTube and Facebook for a second because I think that they are the two biggest social media platforms that people are familiar with. And I say people, I mean- Worldwide. The, the, not the niche group that is the cannabis enthusiast, but right. definitely the masses, okay? Sure. And, and I have a bit of a beef with this because I come from radio and television, when radio and television was available over the air for free. I know that sounds weird for you young people out there, but it's true. (laughs) Okay. It was free. It happened. It happened. No, I teach the history of broadcasting and history of media. So I, I know, I remember this. And this is what I think is interesting because you mentioned PC and we talk about um, censorship and constitutionality and all this stuff. Uh, the Constitution didn't recognize that there would actually be something called Wi-Fi, okay? And Wi-Fi is over-the-air transmission of stuff now. People understand. It's a connection to the Internet, right? Yeah. And and I understand the Internet is, you know, driven by the people, and it's a free medium and all this stuff that's out there that you can have access to it. But I really think that the inmates kind of ruined it a little bit, if you will, because I think that there's a lot of hate speech that got onto the social media platforms. And, and there isn't any with free speech. What'd you say? And they confused hate speech with free speech. Correct. A hundred percent. And I don't believe that it should be allowed. Now, they don't have to have a license like TV and radio stations have to have a license and make sure that they're abiding by the rules of the FCC in order to stay in business. This is commercial media, right? Private companies. They're private companies. I understand that. But trust me, in the beginning, radio and TV were private companies. Before the government got their head. Yeah. (laughs) So I go back to the beginning of broadcasting and how the airwaves were protected by the FCC in order to protect hate speech. And, and you don't remember the story of the War of the Worlds, but back in the day, they actually had a recreation of an invasion of outer space on the radio, that. right? My, my it, father, yeah, told me this story. Didn't it scare the crap out of like a whole bunch of people? Uh, like the entire, not the entire country, but pockets of the country were like, oh my God, they're like getting in their cars and they're racing away that they think we're getting invaded by by the aliens. My dad tells this story. Yeah, it's hilarious. I can't. At least it wasn't your grandfather telling the story. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to tell him how old he is though. It's probably my age. He's age appropriate. He's he's for, I, never mind. I, I was going to make another comment about menopause. I'm just going to let it go. Okay. The good old days. So wait, let's go back to you guys. Yes. Um, is your rate based on the total number or is it rate based on a cost per thousand in that? Because the cost per thousand eyeballs, people, listeners, downloads, followers, that's the unit of measurement of the audience in yes. all media platforms. 
Correct. And that's usually what it is. Yeah. Most of the time I also like, I don't charge a whole lot. Like I'm not over here, you know, asking somebody for $500 worth of, you know, content. I also edit very well. And so it's, it's basically that plus the time that it takes to sit down and film it and edit it. And, and not only that, I also send them my video and I don't take payment until they see what I've done and they're happy with it. So Ooh. customer satisfaction and guaranteed, right? That's, yeah. And that's, yeah. We like, Cause we like I pride work. myself on my work and I don't want anybody out there, especially in the community with it being as tight knit as it is to ever feel ripped off by me to ever have a bad vibe about me. So because companies ask who I've even had companies pay me before. And I feel like so bad when they do that. I don't know. I just, my anxiety, I hit a little <laughs> bit of Indica and I'm better though, but I just, I would rather somebody see my work and be happy with what they're paying for than just take somebody's money. But what we were, what you we were talking about is your cost per thousand. If, if member, I think I mentioned to you a couple of years ago, uh, when I, on Instagram, before they changed the algorithm, when I was getting almost 2 million views a week, uh, I was able to charge a lot more uh, because you're getting more eyes on it. You know, when you're right. getting a hundred thousand views on a video uh, and then when at 30,000 followers or 50,000 followers compared to when you're getting uh, 10,000 at 70,000 followers that you can't charge the same because the eyes are different. And then Instagram picks and chooses who they want to shadow <laughs> ban. And... So you want to make sure your cost is, you know, equal to your vision, to your eyes that you're going to be getting on it, not your followers. Cause that really is just, it's, it's fluff, if you will. Yeah. For the most okay. Part. Well, I made a living telling fluff stories for a long time <laughs> when I was a sportscaster. All right. So, cause sports was an escape from the real world, at least at, you know, at that time, then it became big business and issues. And now they're right in the middle of the um, social justice movement, which is great. I salute all the athletes out there who are finally using the platforms that you guys are on yeah. to share their true feelings with their followers. It's a very interesting dynamic. They in have that right at mm -hmm. the end of the day. Right. And, we don't mind, and we don't mind losing followers doing it either. Nope. When we wear like a Black Lives Matter shirt or Absolutely something like that, not. and somebody messages us saying- I've had three TikTok accounts, so there's that. So when somebody messages us saying, oh, well, you just lost a follower, we're like, good, we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's, how you, that's how you filter out your fault. I get that, you know? Yeah. And, and, you, and I loved how um, Hazy talked about this, how she prides herself in her work, because that very similar to any producer, a creative type like myself, when I put together shows, this is my face, my voice, and I take pride in what we're out there sharing with the public, right? I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, tell me a little bit about um, how someone like a media company could take advantage of what you guys do. And you guys know that we're doing this tell your own story, uh, tell your cannabis story, come out of the cannabis closet, tell your cannabis story on okay. pro cannabis media. So, I mean, you know, I'm not hiding this from anybody. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to get together with you guys, because this is the first time that pro cannabis media has actually offered something. We're going to give out t-shirts. The funny thing is I think people might be more interested in tell the story t-shirt than my pro cannabis media t-shirt, but it is <laughs> a pretty cool thing. And you guys know the signature line I close all my broadcasts with, which is it's a whole new world of weed. Uh, we have a graphic it's on the back and all that. Plus we're going to give away a really cool storage device. There's a, you know, there's a video, it explains it all. But the, my point is how do I get you guys to share the story contest in your world of influence. Oh, just ask me. 
<laughs> well I, I more of yeah we, like in in a sense of we could do it and then like tell our story i could then, totally do that and edit it up make it all cool and stuff and then ask people to either dm me or email me or freaking tell me their story and then we could, we could include them in that video or they could say hey make your own video and pass the word along to right. your say we want to hear your story uh, you know, I, I want to share your story. So at mentioned me in your story and I will share it in my Traveling story. cannabis story or something. Right. Like that. and that, so. That's really what we want guys. And, and look, we've had two entrants so far. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and neither one of them was, um, a video. So okay. I'm going to go out, I'm going to say it right here since we're going to release this in the weeds uh, podcast next week and the contest will be going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. The first person who gives me a video story under 90 seconds automatically will get a t-shirt from us. Okay? Oh, yeah. Well, Automatic. Do it first then. <laughs> and, and, and I guess friends of PCM and family are not, well, are not eligible. It's in yeah. the rules or whatever. I just broke the rules. I've been breaking rules my whole life. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to, you send me a video and we will send you a t-shirt. Okay. For sure. uh, I'm only giving away the one we're taking five finalists every month. And then we're giving away this grand prize um, to this uh, cannabis storage device, which is really cool. Childproof, smellproof. Uh, you can drop it and it, it doesn't break and it, and it keeps it. all your, your, you guys actually, you know what? The holiday season's coming up. I expect that there'll be some uh, pro cannabis media story devices being given out as gifts to friends of pro cannabis media, hey. especially, especially for those who are helping us with the contest. Okay. Hey. We'd be happy to. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got, how ghost stoner started the weed tube at least tell us about how that all happened because it was all based when youtube pulled the plug on all that cannabis content that was on there back i believe it was uh uh april or uh, march of 2018 around that time it was right after the coal memo got rescinded and everybody was freaking out that the federal government was going to come after people who are actually making money in the cannabis industry yeah right yeah. Saying. That's the history. So tell us about the how it all got started. So I had a, uh, a website that two years I was running for about almost three years at that point uh, that shared a lot of the influencers in the industry. And it was kind of a weed tube in a sense where it was news. It was culture, almost what PCN is today in yeah. a sense, but sharing YouTube videos of all the cannabis influencers in the space that did reviews, that did cooking, like whatever the hell they were doing. Yep. As long as they were doing a positive message, I was sharing. Cool. Uh, and uh, I created an app during that time, uh, almost like uh, like a Buddy Jane is today or uh, Cannabuzz, very similar. And then went out to Hemp Fest, met a bunch of the influencers. Unfortunately, they didn't want to promote that app as ghostowner.com. They wanted to feel more like they had some ownership of it. So I had a brainstorming session with a bunch of uh, influencers and put together the idea of the WeTube. And we were going to change ghostowner.com and just rewrap it and make it the WeTube. Instead, we just created a whole new platform. Uh, and, uh, and, and really overnight, because it had to be, kind of duct taped something together for uh, hopes that it, somebody would throw a bunch of money at us, uh, you know, a big investment firm, be like, we like your idea. Uh, we would like to take it to the next level. And uh, eventually that did happen. We just had a show proof of the pudding, you know, 90 days, uh, 120 days. But we, the concept was there. And that's uh, really what was the most important part. There you go. And uh, that's terrific. Um, what do you do now? 
Reviews. <laughs> so uh, not just reviews. Uh, we do pretty much everything. We do I, promo videos, which are like one minute, maybe sometimes a little bit over a minute clips that are just like a feature of the product and got some music behind it and stuff. And then reviews that are like anywhere between four to 15 minutes, depending on how much we are reviewing um cooking videos cooking videos <laughs> he's done some of those i've done like a, a nail polish review with one of my friends so yeah anything that somebody wants to throw at me i am definitely a creative and i will try it out i did um nasal strips uh, yeah no, no they were like nose Energy inhalers yeah. like uh like a aromatherapy okay type inhaler and okay. yeah done those in the past like all kinds of stuff really just creating content we haven't traveled at all so we wanted to get back i want to get out of the house <laughs> <laughs> we want to get back to making vlogs again we were really getting into that before right before the pandemic shut down i need nature i need grass i need scenery i need waterfalls i need rocks i need all of that in yeah. my life those were our favorite videos to do yeah. so we hope to get back to doing those soon well, I tell you what, as you guys know, um, you know, we're now streaming live 24 hours, seven days a week, our content in a 12 hour loop. And it's not just pro cannabis media content. It's the Green Nurse Show. It's Canna Cooks. It's uh, the Emerald Media Group's monthly webinars that they do, educational webinars that they do. We're building a whole medical platform um, with some very exciting people, including Dr. Mary Clifton out of New York. So we are always looking for great content that has a informational, educational, and entertaining angle to it. And I know both of you do this. So <laughs> I'm now on record as saying anything you guys create, we will live stream in our programming that also goes on procannabismedia.com. Now it's on Roku. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on our Facebook page. We don't like, we don't put a lot of effort into Facebook and YouTube um, because they're not, very friendly. <laughs> they're not What's very that? friendly. They're not they're very cannabis friendly. friendly. Yeah. They're, they're not, not very friendly to the cannabis world. And yet it's funny. I had a show yesterday with some HR people and staffing groups, and they talked about how friendly LinkedIn is, but LinkedIn, when I applied, that. What's that? I've been hearing that too. Yeah. Especially for grow companies. Out right. There. Oh, oh, there's definitely the business of cannabis is being done on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. LeafWire, of course, is oh. another one. We're friendly with the LeafWire group and Flower Hire, which is their staffing. But um, every time I've applied for LinkedIn Live, they have not allowed us. No. I didn't even know they had a LinkedIn Live. They have a LinkedIn <laughs> Live. Yeah. And a uh, little frustrating when the life partner who just started their coaching... Life partner started her coaching business and applied in a month and got right on LinkedIn Live. I just want to say, you know, very strange. The guy who's been in media 40 years, ex nay on the LinkedIn A live, <laughs> but she who must be obeyed, she gets to go on live right anyway. away. And what can I and, tell you? you and know, you just women, wrote something. I, uh, I know the ghost starner knows that women rule the world. Am I right? I mean, come on. I, uh, you are 100% correct. 100%. 100%. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she plays that well. She plays that well. Um, how do people find you? Where can they find you? Come on, give yourself some plugs here and we'll wrap uh, this thing ghost, up. Ghost stoner life. I'm Hazy Hula High 420 on Instagram. Hazy Hula or Hazy High anywhere else. I don't know. I'm somewhere on there. You'll see my picture. <laughs> yeah, it's ghost stoner life everywhere. 
Pretty That's much. fantastic. Okay, so both you guys, a uh, virtual hug to you. I, I hope we get a chance to actually see each other again. And uh, Hazy, definitely time to get out of the house. It is changing out there right now. I actually went to a bar and interacted with people at a bar this week. Shocker. Okay. With, with, with or without a mask? Without masks, because we're in Massachusetts. They're coming off May 29th. So, you and know, you're we're, right? what's that? And you're vaccinated, of course. Double vaccinated weeks ago. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and needless to say, I have a very strong immune system, you know, because <laughs> over the years I've built that up as you guys. In that generation where you just used to eat sardines out of a can. <laughs> That's, I, try, I like sardines, by the way. No. What a shock, right? What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for Ghost Stoner and Hazy, great to see you guys. Thank you so much for coming on In the Weeds again, because you are one of the first on and also influenced me on where to put my podcast back in. I think it was April 2018 when it started. So yeah. uh, anyway, thank you. Great to see you. Remember, everybody, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. And please go on ProCannabisMedia.com. Tell us your story. You could win with YourStory.com. Take care. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of pro-cannabis media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area. Now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient-first mission. They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first. Hi, I'm Ben Shower, New England rep for Salient Video Management Systems. Let me tell you what makes us different in the security space. We're your trusted advisors for all your security needs. I know how complicated the regulations are in cannabis, and working with Salient Systems will be the polar opposite of that. I give free consultations and we'll walk you through every step of the process so that you can get what you need at the price you can afford. We're robust, we're simple and scalable. We're Salient Systems, your solutions to all your security needs. Please contact me at the information below and I'm looking forward to being your trusted advisor. Cannabis Media Programming is available live and on demand on our Facebook page at ProCanna Media, on Instagram at ProCannabis Media, on LinkedIn also at ProCannabis Media, on YouTube and YouTube Live on ProCannabis Media, Twitter at ProCanna Media, and on twitch.tv backslash ProCannabis Media. So like, share, and subscribe to all of our content, newsletters, and shows live or on demand. We are Pro Cannabis Media.